everyone. Welcome back to today's episode of Think Outside the Aisle. Today we're talking about how to pick your photographer, what you should be asking them, and a little bit more. On today's episode, um, Lindsay is actually going to be interviewing myself and my dear friend Heather from TaylorMade Photography. Hello, Heather. Hello. <laughs> so wait, let's just get into how you guys know each other. Uh, we met on Instagram before I moved out here. Um, I was probably the one that was stalking her. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I think I found a bunch of like photographers, videographers, planners, and followed a bunch of them when I knew I was moving out here. So I want to say I started following her at least a year before I moved out here. And then I met her at a styled shoot that she hosted during WPPI 2019, Eight, 18, 18 or 19. 19. Fun. It was I think like six months. Oh, no, it was 2018. Yeah. It was like a year before we moved out here, I think, right? Yeah, or six or eight months or I something don't know. like that. And <laughs> I think I'm, I know I met you first, but I met you separately. We, yeah, separately. For the Halloween shoot. That was fun. Yeah. yeah that um, was fun. So, yeah, we're actually, we have a question that we like to always start everything off with. Oh, yes. It's new. Every episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think couples can make their wedding unique or, dare I say, outside of the aisle? Ooh. Um... Honestly, just can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, we have an explicit. Please. Yeah. Say all the okay. words you need to say. All right. So just like, fuck everyone else. Like it's <laughs> yes. it's your wedding day. So do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. If the middle of your ceremony, like someone does something stupid, you can start it over. You can what? Like do you? It doesn't. It does not have to be the cookie cutter. What everyone thinks has to be your wedding. Like, nothing traditional needs to happen. Right. Like, if you don't want it to, it doesn't have to. No. And if you want it to be traditional, awesome. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't have to be. There are no rules. To listen to parents. Right. Listen to yourself, not your sister. No. (laughs) Yourself. And just have fun. Fun is the key. Yeah. What do you think, Jess? Oh, I get to answer this question? Yeah. I mean, it would be something along the lines, like, you know, do do whatever it is that you want to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which like it seems to be the trending answer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would say just do you. Um, I think that my biggest regret for my wedding and something that I tell a lot of people now is like not to sacrifice, um, on things. So like, if you see something cool that you want to do, like if, for example, I really wanted to have sushi at my wedding because I fucking love sushi <laughs> But not everyone loves sushi. So Who cares we, we didn't end up, well, that's the thing. We didn't end up doing it, right? So do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I should have had the sushi. Because now all you can think about is, is sushi. Is that I didn't have sushi. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a guy serving drinks from like a little, those are like oversized bikers. I wanted him serving drinks. A unicycle? From yeah. Oh like from God. there. I love that. <laughs> and I decided not to because, but mind you, it was Union Station. So you could, the ceilings are really tall. You it could was have possible. Done it. That's so But cool. the liability on it was ridiculous. And that was, so, I mean, but I regret that. I think about him often. Yeah. Yeah. So just do you and <laughs> say yes to the things that you want to do. So, and say no to the things you don't. Yeah. And the people you don't want to invite. Yes. I still have, my mom gives me shit for one person that I didn't invite and, or a couple. And I'm like, first of all, I got married on a yacht for a reason so that I could tell people Coast Guard says I can only have X <laughs> amount of people. Nice. And I'm like. 
there's nothing I can do. And now we're like 11 years later. Why are you still talking about this? They're fine. And I still look at pictures and wonder who people are. Yeah. In our photos. And I Wait, remember how many just. How people did you have at your wedding? 350. 300. <laughs> 350. It, it was a 20,000 square foot building. Like we had to fill it with people and food. <laughs> and like, and I told my mom oh in the beginning, gosh. I want to get married in Maui, 75 guests. And she looked at me dead in the eyes and said, I've been saving for this since you were born. It's going to be magical. And that was the last time we had that conversation. And it was. I loved it. But my next one will be in Maui yes. with 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have eloped, but my husband has 13 siblings. So that, oh, wow. that wasn't happening. So Were they all in the wedding party? Or was yeah. It- I had to fill in my side with my cousins and two of his sisters because <laughs> I mean that's how I was I, it was wedding. like my best friend and then my cousins like three of my cousins four of my cousins and two of his sisters. It's so funny the people that you, you don't think that you're going to have a lot of people like I was priding myself on not having a lot of friends. I'm like, "Yes, I've made it this far. I'm going to have six girls, four girls." I had 11 girls. It was that's like a so little many. football team. No, I had uh, five people on my side and Corey said I could have more and I was like I could barely come up with five I used my sister my cousin two friends and his cousin and I was like if we have to come up with more like we're gonna have to like put sides out I don't know anyone else (laughs) okay well then Heather tell us about you your company why you started Okay, um, so my company is TaylorMade Photography, and I specialize in elopements. Um, I do weddings. I do couples, just like love in general. Um, but I love elopements. They're my jam. Like, it's just so much less stress on the couple, mm-hmm. which in Makes the long fun. run, like, is less stress on me because nine times out of ten, I become the planner, the mm-hmm. like everything for the day. Um, so yeah, I got into weddings, um, about like three months, three to six months into like becoming a like side hustle photographer. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like an assistant at someone's wedding and, uh, she let me shoot a little bit and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is my thing. I like this. (laughs) I like watching you know like all the love that happens and like um the party and it's just so much fun so um I really thought weddings were gonna be my thing but they're just so stressful and long so long so long (laughs) I've been doing timelines this whole week and like one starts at 7 a.m and doesn't end until 12 a.m oh my gosh yeah it's just long and I was like such a long it's a long long day well for you it's even longer because you have to be there literally from start to finish I'm getting there at four in the morning work because like us we're we're like I'm gonna show up two hours before you put the dress on and when yeah and when your hair and makeup is done yeah I'm like I'll show up 15 minutes before hair and makeup's done get your details and get your finishing touches and then get you in your dress. Like, let's limit this. (laughs) Yeah, no. Long days. Um, I guess, yeah, how would you describe your photography style? Um, That's really hard for me. Okay, so I'm like, definitely filmy. Yes. Yeah, I would say I look at your stuff and think, You're like photojournalistic. Yeah, definitely more. Like, I love the candid vibe. I hate posing people. Obviously, I'll put people in like a pose that's like, you know, flattering and then tell them to do something or whatever. But 
Um, yeah, I'm definitely more filmy. I'm on the brighter side, but I'm not, I wouldn't call myself like light and airy or, you know, like overly overexposed. Yeah. I'm a little undersaturated. I like the darker. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, no, when you pick your photographer is like, you should know what, <laughs> what vibe, the well, vibe it's, it's not just the person. Like you should vibe with the person absolutely. too. You should like their editing style. You should style like there. their work because they're not going to re-edit it they're for you. They're not going to. Thank you. We just, we I had, just a conversation. had a conversation with a client about this and there are, I told her there are photographers that will edit their style for you, but it's not going to be the established ones. I no, did, I was well, going to say I they're would, newbies. Yeah. They would do that, but I wouldn't even think that they would change it that much. Oh, they, like, they're ones that will t- like have a book and say, do you like this style? Do you like this style? Do you like this style? No. Yeah. Those people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or like masochists. No. Is that the right word? I don't call even... them gig vin- gig vendors. What do they oh, call them? Yeah. Oh, gig vendors. Yeah. The industry vendors and we have gig vendors. Mm. And so like you just have, again, figuring out which is which. And if you're fine with one, that's good. But also just be aware that's what you're getting. But um, if you don't pick, you could get whatever they feel like yeah. giving you. Or because it's whenever, whenever art, they feel like giving really, it to you. Really, yeah. honestly. And just read the contracts. I think I love a photographer, but they are you guys are artists, so you are sensitive to things. And read your contracts. Make sure you understand their contracts because they're not changing their minds. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have something in my contract that says that I own the artistic license. So what <laughs> Me I pr- too. what I produce is what you get because in my eyes, I think that it looks good, yeah. right? Well, I mean, because you also have Obviously, the authority like to shit, say that. But like, yeah. I'm still going to think it looks beautiful when you think it might not. <laughs> uh, well, That's a be, different conversation. We'll do horror stories day. later. We'll do, uh, <laughs> right there. do horror story. Um, what's your photography style? Um, I would say I'm pretty bold and contrasty. Yeah. Um, I tend to like a lot of color, but I real I would say recently I have dialed it back how punchy the color is. It's still there. There's still color. It's still saturated. It's just not as bam and in your face as it used to be. Um, I don't know, like a good middle ground. And so when a couple comes to you, what do you wish they knew or questions they'd ask you and be aware of? I think we get a lot of couples who, I mean, at least for me, I get sometimes I get couples who inquire and are kind of like found something on Pinterest, you know? Like, what time should we take photos? Will you take pictures of the dress and the details and, like, the yeah. first kiss? Like, obviously, I'm going to get that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, we're going to get the first kiss. But, like, it doesn't it doesn't need to be so, like, surface level. Like, it doesn't need to. Like, deeper questions. Like, deeper like, questions. How do you like, back up your stuff? Right. Like, how do you back up your gear? What do you do if your gear breaks? What do you do if you get sick? Like, yeah, like, questions that, questions, I mean, I didn't say that matter, but, like, they, I would prefer Questions that would, like, that. ultimately affect them. Right, the like day me, me, like whether or not I photograph everything of the. Details. Do you have a waterproof camera? It's weird right. to ask that, it but someone weird. didn't and lost a lot of their pictures for the ceremony. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Or like, do you have the proper gear? What if it rains? Exactly. Like, you don't need to have a waterproof camera, but do you are prepared if it rains? Like, are you bringing umbrellas? Like <laughs> things like that. Yeah. What um, about you? What couple? Like, but we didn't even go over what they would ask. Oh yeah. I don't know. What do you? <laughs> I mean, the gear thing was good. I mean, I guess if they like more deeper questions, yeah. And then connecting with me as a vendor, like, I don't want to just show up and shoot your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't vibe, you don't vibe. I think for me, I I put a lot of those questions on like my website right. or like in my um, pricing guide that has like you know 
how I back things up or I, you know, I've even done like reels and, or stories or whatever about that stuff. So, um, I think a lot of, I don't get those questions so much. Um, it's more like get to know you questions because I really truly, I end up like friends with most of my couples after the fact. So I really want to get to know them and them get to know me. So them asking questions about me, right. Making me feel like a person mm-hmm. instead of just like one of the 27 photographers that they sent the same exact email to. So and if you like them, you're also more invested in their whole story, like capturing oh, everything. Definitely. Correctly. Yeah. If you like who it is that you're working with, if you like who it is that you're, I could hear it. It's bad. If you like who it is that you're working with, the, I don't want to sound like if necessarily the job or the day didn't go well or like things went wrong, you don't really remember. You don't remember those things because of the connection that you have with that right. vendor. Right? Yeah, because I mean, you guys are professional. Even if you didn't like the client, you wouldn't. It doesn't like show up in your pictures. Exactly. It's just that you as a person enjoy it more. Exactly. When you have a connection and they value your time and you as a person, the job. It's better for everyone. Yeah. Well, I get more excited when I'm designing like fun style guides or when I'm doing like mason jars. We had this conversation earlier. So like, yeah, you just have more energy and more excitement for couples that you like vibe with. And I think too, like if you don't, um, for me, if I don't vibe with the couple, like I'll, I don't care if they vibe with me. Like I will let them know that I'm probably not the best fit for them because I don't want I want them to have like the best experience per, like possible. And if I feel like they're going to stress me out or like be too on top of me, like I want them to trust me and know yeah. that I'm going to get it done. So if I feel like they're going to bridezilla me or groomzilla me, I'm, I'm like, mm, you know what? I know that there's this person Someone who's actually yeah. like, I'm, I won't even say that like, I'm not the right person. I'll just be like, you know what? Actually, I'm not available or whatever. Like I'll figure it out so that it's not like it's you, not me. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, I want them their experience. Right. So, I mean, it helps for both, but you don't want to find out too late in the game that you're like both clearly not a match. It's too late. Yeah. Well, and when they, when they don't, when couples don't make the effort to connect with you beforehand, like when you're doing your initial consultation or, um, just like kind of connecting with them in the beginning before you complete the booking process, you don't get to weed out those red flags right? or like see if you guys vibe well because they didn't give you the opportunity to do so. All right. Um, so when you recommend, when do you recommend a couple book with you guys? I like to say 12, eight to 12. I think it just depends. It's hard to say. It, it depends on the, on the situation. So if it's a, like a wedding, um, one, if it's a date that is like ten, a prime date. Like 10, 10, 20, 20? Yeah, where we had like three. I mean, that was the day you shot two weddings. I again. had an engagement session in the morning, and then I had an elopement that evening. But there was a day, March 20th, I shot two elopements for you, and you had a wedding. And that I day. had a full wedding, yeah. So there's days that like are just crazy and you you have to like think if you're gonna go with anything like numerology ish or repetitive number or whatever like I think those are the same thing but like if you're gonna go with any of those types of days or 
any day, any Saturday in October (laughs) or March, like, and and you're coming to Vegas, it's going to be booked like well in advance. Like I'm booked, I have a 2023 booked already for November. Is it a cute date? No, (laughs) it's just November. It's just November. So like, um, but yeah, otherwise I I have people book like a week out sometimes or even days out. Yeah. Like I've had someone be like, Hey, can you do this tonight? And if I'm available a hundred percent, but you should probably not do not that. do that. Yeah, I have. I mean, when my clients, if I book someone twelve months out and they already know who they want or they know the style, as soon as you know the vendor, book them. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because as soon as you love them, someone else is loving them. Yeah. Um, and you'll be sad when they're not available. And, and I've had can, people like fight over a date. Like I literally, I think my, I think it was 10, 10, 2020. Like I had, um, one canceled, so then it was open, and I got two inquiries like a day apart. And I literally let let them both know it's first come, first serve, whoever books yeah. first. And the girl who responded to me first, I sent a contract and she had it signed and paid in like literally two minutes. You know so, what you want. Yeah. It's like book it as soon as you know. Yeah. Or you get screwed. Yeah. Ugh. And so on more booking, every, every photographer has different pricing and obviously reasons why they price that way. Explain your pricing. And like what goes into, maybe not so much your specific pricing, but what goes into making that number and the consideration? You want to go Because I get a lot of dumb questions about <laughs> why like, a photographer costs a certain amount. Heather just asked me if I wanted to go first. <laughs> um, okay. There's a lot that goes yeah. into pricing. Okay. So a majority, I would say, of photographer videographers only take on a limited amount of events per year. That what that number is is up to the person, but we're not physically working as often as someone who works a nine to five would be. Right, we literally can't. We would die. The positions I've seen her bend her body in <laughs> for these weddings is insane. And if she did that every freaking day, she would could die. you imagine? Oh my gosh, I would. I would definitely already have back surgery. Oh my god, <laughs> like a brace. But it, it's not even that. Just we're not showing up just the day of your wedding to shoot it, and then we're done. Like we still have to pay for it's the expenses, like the cost of doing business is a huge factor into how we price ourselves. It's not just like, you know what? I want to make $7,000 today. Like it's not that it's like, oh, I have to pay my second photographer $550. I have to pay for my editing services, my presets, my album designer, my website domain, my marketing, my like, there's a list that I could probably go on for like 45 minutes and still not name everything that we have to pay. Right. Um, and then you add in our experience with that. And so you're not really paying us for like your wedding, you're paying for us to be able to get it done, how we get it done because of our years of experience. Right. right. So I don't know. That's kind of how I, I come up with it. I know like when my, when I have clients that come to me and I can kind of tell off the bat if photography is something that's important to them or they just want pictures. Right. And so I will send equally talented people, but just maybe more people who are better at just capturing the day, getting it done. There's no, I would say hand holding leading up to it. There's mm-hmm. no like, um, USB, like pre deliverables or things like that or albums. So you know how to prime it. Um, I just always find it funny that you'll show, they'll say, I want these kind of pictures. But it's someone who is a high end photographer. Right. You can't get that. You can't get that and if you pay want a price point that's. So what I guess would be the lowest 
you think a high-end photographer would be charging in Las Vegas? The lowest? Yeah. Four. So that's an average industry average you shouldn't expect. For an hour. (laughs) Four thousand. So we're talking about like I'm sorry, like we're talking about like generally weddings. Um I would say a full oh a full wedding Mm -hmm. for like a higher end. Like six hours. Four. Four to six. Yeah. And I think that's I mean, knowing what goes into it and knowing how much work you guys put behind it, I feel like that is normal. And so when you get clients who are like, well, we only have twenty five hundred do you work with them or you say, I have someone for you? Um, I have worked with people in the past, but I don't think that me specifically, like I'm at a point in my career to where I'm like, I can work with you. Yeah. I'm kind of like, no, I don't want to because someone, cause you know how much goes because into Because someone will say yes. And I know when I say yes to the jobs that I don't get paid as much for, but I'm doing the same amount of work, if not more, depending on the client. Mm-hmm. Um, usually the clients that I do cut a deal for are my most pain in the ass clients. Say it again. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I usually end up just regretting it. And yeah. it was like Heather said earlier, if you're not vibing, like I get to the point to where it's not vibing because you're just at a point where you're taking advantage yeah. of my time and talent. Right. Uh, but if someone came up to me and was like, I have $2,500 this is what I want. I will tell them, okay, realistically, like what you want, this is how much I would charge. Right. Mm -hmm. But with your budget, great. Take away some things. This is what I can do. So I might not be able to give you the six hours with the album and all the pretty things and the engagement session. But what I can do is be there for your wedding day for four to five hours. Right. Instead of like all of the other stuff. And I feel like, again, if you are someone who wants nice, really nice photography and not just pictures is a difference. Um, you'll make that effort to find the money, figure it out, take it away from somewhere right. else because pictures are the only thing that lasts. Well, um, and, and couples too would be realistic. Like, oh, I want this. Great, you want that and this is how you want your pictures to look. This couple had a, an hour for photos for just for them. Do you right. have time for that? Like the pictures, I want my bouquet. I want the boutonniere. You have to have them come to your hotel. Like you're not going to truck everything around. Yeah. Details are, I mean, I feel like details start the story. So they like, do. And I, and I have one of my biggest pet peeves is when I get inquiries and they're like, we just need you to shoot the ceremony. We just need you to shoot the reception, <laughs> which I don't want to do it. I'd like to point out that Heather made a face. <laughs> I don't want to just shoot your ceremony. I don't want to just shoot your reception. I've said it time and time again. I, it, I like can't coming in and doing day of, of I your, can't your tell a story with it. Yeah, it would legit. It would be like you coming in. Here's a box of all my stuff. Set it up. I can't. I, it makes gives me hives. Yeah. No, I don't want to do it. So no. like you can hire people like that, but mm-hmm. be realistic and know that not everyone's going to do that. I That's not their process. Always say you get what you pay for. And then there are unicorns. They call them industry unicorns that charge a lot lower than they should. charge way less than they should yeah, and they guys do know your work. worth i'm sorry i'm real feisty about this i really get pet peeves about people who undercharge and undercut the industry yeah it's a problem it's, it's a pro- <laughs> i mean it's a problem for the vendor i absolutely understand but when you have that client who doesn't have the budget but wants the quality there are vendors and i don't understand it but i do appreciate it they want the work um and so you just have to know that you have a diamond in the rough instead of getting someone who is charging you 1500 for five hours and they don't either show up or they're sh- they take pictures and the cap is on the entire time things like that that you would expect with that kind that of happens. pricing <laughs> they, sh- they should not be a photographer if that ever happens well and so when you charge those types of pricings you it's a toss-up you and, could get someone yeah. who is I guess uh, you a get, little green. You could get someone who is a little green, newer in their career, and a great photographer, but just 
hasn't made it to the point that myself or Heather has to where we're like, no, fuck that. We don't want to do it. So I worked, I am not going to give the vendor away, but I had a vendor recently who um, I included her on a blueprint uh, for one of the clients. And she mentioned, she simply responded back. We're not a good fit. I really appreciate you reaching out, but I don't change my photography style. And it was just very to the point, very like not rude, but very true. And the client came back and asked me to explain like why. And I said, well, when you get to a certain point in your career, you don't have to make like accommodations for people, especially in your artistic style. And when I explained it like that, she understood it. And I think if people just sit down and take time to talk with photographers, they'll work with you or they won't, but they'll help you find someone who will. Yeah, totally. All right. So we talked about the, how much a couple should spend. What is Heather, your favorite place to shoot and why? Um, and you can do indoor and outdoor cause they're different. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I shoot like the same places all the time. So, <laughs> um, so what do you, what do you start with your least favorite? <laughs> Honestly, I think anywhere where like someone's like willing to go off the beaten path a little bit. So say we do go to Red Rock or Valley of Fire, if they're like, yeah, let's like go down the path or like hike up a little bit or, um, you know, I just did a ceremony out like overlooking Lake Mead and then we went up to Nelson and did like ghost town pictures. So it's like you got like the really pretty views and then you got like the fun, like kitschy stuff. And so stuff like that, I think, um, I think I also love Mount Charleston. Yeah. Because in the, yeah, in the summer it's 20 to 30 degrees cooler and it's just pretty. And then, um, you can still get the desert like halfway up up the mountain or like, you know, you can start, I normally start up and then as the sun sets up there, I go down and then that way I get like the golden hour down there in the desert and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of like over the dry lake bed. I'm, Thank and I you. think that in the summertime, I think it should just like be not a thing. It's the devil's playground. Well, because also right now, like with like monsoon season, yeah. like there's a really high likelihood that it'll just be mucky and you could get stuck out there and gross. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not, I'm not a fan of dry lake beds. I'm not a fan of any desert outside of Cactus Joe's desert love because I don't have to deal with permits. Yeah. I don't mind it. I hate permits. I hate, I just feel like a permit cowboy when I'm trying to get them. You never get them. Permits. We had a whole thing on permits. <laughs> like, I would it's pay a thing. Thousands of dollars to never deal with permits again. Right. What is your favorite place or places? In the Las Vegas area. Yeah. <laughs> what? I could be could like, do, like, think outside the adjacent. box. Yeah. Um, I really like Valley of Fire. I shoot there a lot, um, but I like it because it's relatively close to where I currently live. It doesn't take me that long to yeah. get there from here. Um, and I just love the rocks. Like it, it looks like you're on another planet. Or Scottsdale. Well, I would prefer Arizona. <laughs> I would prefer Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if I did Arizona, it'd be Sedona. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's where I would. I love the color of those rocks. They're like nothing else. I know. That's why I was like Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> True. Fine. Do we have to put ourselves in the box? Yeah. So fine. Outside what is of the box. In the world. In the world. But yeah. Let's go big. Like. I want to go to Santorini. Bucket list. Yes. Bucket yeah. Bucket list. Santorini. Um, Iceland. <laughs> Heather's like bucket list. Yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> like she's there. Where do you want? Well, to go? those two plus like um, the Moors in Ireland and like Paris mm -hmm. really just like literally anywhere Bali in Europe oh yeah I want to do an elephant wedding Thailand too oh, yeah it's in uh I think it's in Turkey the one where they have all the hot air balloons yes. and yes. the buildings are like all white yes that oh, one Greece well yeah Santorini yeah, yeah I want to do that Greece is on there um on Lake Como um, low key mm -hmm. thinking Lake Como for my vow renewal. I don't really know. Call me. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Let me know. Call me I'll when you want. It. I'll shoot it. <laughs> you can edit it. You can edit it. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, you'll Corey, have to bail me out when I've gone to Corey stop George. Corey did ask me. He was like, "What if we have um, one of our associates shoot our vow renewal and we can edit it?" And I was like, "No, because I know how long it takes you to edit a video. You'll never get. I will picture. never get it." <laughs> <laughs> especially because it's for you he'll be like we'll get it for our anniversary five years <laughs> no that's when we're supposed to be doing the vow renewal so like you'll get it in 10 years yeah oh, i got something silver yeah <laughs> that's funny um so we kind of touched on a little bit but are there any questions that you wish couples asked beforehand so that kind of would either seal the deal that you should work with them or seal the deal that you shouldn't um like red flags that you kind of yeah. see I think the red flag questions are like, um, well, like the editing stuff, like how, like how quickly am I going to get my photos is always fine. Like I'll give you, I yeah. give you that information, but it's like when they're, well, but how many am I going to get? And, um, like well, so particular and specific. Yeah. Like why am I only getting that many? Can I have the raws? Uh, no. If I have that question, like I'll educate you as to why you should not get the raw like this and some most of your right. pictures. Like, it's also like you go ahead. No, go it's ahead. It, like the way I explain that answer that question is it's not the finished product. Right. Like when you look at my work, it's the finished product. It's an edited photo and it's a very lightly edited photo, but it's, it's the, the whole thing. It's not just how I shoot it. It's also how I edit right. it. So, no, I'm not going to give you the raws because one, I will, I will give you all the wonky ass faces if that's what you want. <laughs> Sometimes I do it anyway because it's funny as shit. But like, you know, like I, you don't need, and you don't also maybe want that part of your work like incomplete out. Like right. if I don't like got my hair done and it was bad, the hair just don't leave. Like, right. You yeah. can't leave until it's done. Yeah. So, um, but I think yeah, kind of that like. The Raw's question is is always a red flag. And then, um, I don't know. I get really lucky. I don't get a lot of, like, people that I have to, like, turn away. That's exciting to Jess, be there one day. Jess, I think you what? probably have red flag questions. I don't really have red flag questions. It, it just kind of goes back to my thing earlier. Like whether you vibe. Just your vibe and that, you know, sometimes if you don't do enough pre-consultation before booking them you can get what's my, my favorite line that you use oh we can we talk about that after booking what 
when, when, they, when they ask us questions. Oh, that, like, so like people will be like, oh yeah, where like where can we go for the engagement session? Um, what should I wear? And I'm like. <laughs> Great. I love those questions. They're so wonderful. And I can't wait to help you plan for that. But we'll talk to, we'll talk about this after booking. I, see you saying, I love that for you, but we're going to talk about that. Later. <laughs> no, I literally am like, yeah, that's something we talk about after booking. So do you have any other questions? Yeah. Because that one I'm not going to answer today. <laughs> but it's so true. I'm not going to answer no, it. Makes, it. Like you're telling them it's like the secret sauce. Like you're giving them like two of the ingredients. Well, I'm not, I'm obviously like with you guys, I'm a little bit more like, no, yeah. you know, I'm like more straightforward with a like inquiry. Maybe like, yeah, no, we just don't talk about that. But I do send out a whole guide mm-hmm. that lists locations. There's a Google drive folder with a document full of location yeah. list. You have an access to a Pinterest board for outfit inspiration. Like great. You get all of that stuff, but not on your consultation yeah. call. Like why? Try so again. you can take it to someone else. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, but the red flags kind of got me, um, thinking about horror stories. Yeah. So Heather, do you have any client horror stories? But before this, we are going to do a quick break. Yeah. Before we get into horror stories, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. everyone we hope you're enjoying the think outside the aisle podcast we want to take a couple minutes of your day just to go over our awesome elopement giveaway to talk to you about the vendors involved and how you can enter to win so we're giving a two to three hour elopement away on our instagram account at think outside the aisle and the winner will be announced october 1st 2021 Just so you know, some of the vendors involved, we've got planning by our own co-host, P3 Events, photo and video by yours truly, The Combs Creative, Officiant, Peachy Keen Unions. It'll be taking place at Bottega Exchange. Your cake will be provided by Caked Las Vegas with lovely flowers from Lorea Blooms. Your hair and makeup will be by Sin City MUA with a free rental from Friar Tux. Trixie's Mobile Bar will be providing custom cocktails for the couple. Premier Wedding Music will be playing some of the best tunes you've ever heard. Events by Bliss will be providing drapery and Modern Vintage Rentals will provide a cute little setup for you and your honey. For more information on how you can enter to win, don't forget to head to our Instagram at Think Outside the Aisle or check out our Instagram highlights for more information. Okay, Heather, do you have any client horror stories? Oh, wait, hold on. I have something for Heather. So, horror stories. Um, I have a couple. Um, most recently, though, the, the horror story is like someone being super late. Um to the point where they didn't even like care about like their officiant possibly having another wedding or anything like that. And thank God she didn't, but, um, they were late for their first look and tried to blame it on hair and makeup. And I know for a fact 
that hair and makeup was done prior because they had another booking at the same hotel 15 minutes after my couple was supposed to be meeting with me. So like, I know. Yeah. Um, and I only refer the best. So my, you know, hair and makeup people would not do that. Um, and then when we did finally get going, um, we were already going to be like 30 minutes late and, um, they forgot their marriage license and didn't text me and say, Hey, we forgot and we have to turn around. So when I got to the location, it was like no service location. And we just were like waiting for like 45 minutes. Oh my Jesus. Gosh. So, um, and when they got there, I didn't even find out from the couple that they forgot their license. It was the driver who told me that he had to turn around because they forgot it. They didn't even offer like any, like, you know, apologies to the officiant and, or me. Um, and like, it was just, it was crazy. And I still like went above and beyond and, you know, gave them an extra 45 minutes over the time that they had, you know, booked with me because I'm, if I'm already out there, I want you to get the experience that I promised you. But then they just like dipped out afterwards and like didn't even say goodbye. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Um, <laughs> so That's weird. So crazy. Yeah. So, um, but I got a text the next day from her like, Hey, sorry. Didn't say goodbye. Kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that was weird, but you know, <laughs> it, I think it's just like people need to understand that especially in Vegas, there's a high likelihood that like your officiant especially has something else the same day. Yeah. Like multiple, sometimes they do like 10 in a day. So you need to like be on time because had she had another wedding, she would have left and they would have been like, shit all up. Yeah. Um, my other horror story was when I was second shooting and the, I don't think one, I don't even think that the wedding was legit because the dude's name on the marriage license was not even his real name. And they, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? My, my head it was like, it was like a, like, I don't know. I, I think he was like, I have no idea. Um, I had a drink thrown on me by a bridesmaid, um, who was actually aiming for the bride right after ceremony. <gasps> Oh my god! And I'm pretty sure it was her sister. That's why you need a planner to like clothesline her. Uh, we had a planner. Jesus. And it was she was just as fed up as like we were. Um, it was at Bellagio, and like it's really hard to get Bellagio to give you anything access to yeah. the property <laughs> for photos. Yeah, they had full access for anywhere on the property for the whole day. What? They gave us three minutes. Wait, what? For romantics. Who gave who gave you three minutes? The, the couple. Oh, I thought you meant the hotel. I'm like, what no, do they think is gonna the happen? The couple was like, um, like the groom didn't want to do po- pictures, so oh she God. was like, Well, let's just do like twenty minutes because we had a full hour. Like, let's just do twenty and, and he's like, No. And then so we just started like bargaining down like fifteen, ten. Oh my and God. he's like, I'll give you two and they were like can we get five and like at three he was like i'm done i love this groom yeah so um then uh reception they dipped out the entire wedding dipped out before they anyone even cut the cake and they were all super high like 
even the mother of the bride was in the bathroom doing blow. Like it oh was. Oh my god! At the Bellagio. At the Bellagio. Oh my god! I mean, and this is why they give us no time Vegas. there. Yeah, I yeah. think they were locals too. Like, um, but like, don't shit in your own pond. Yeah, but it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the cool thing was is we got to eat their cake. <laughs> And it was open bar. It was paid for. So we just had drinks on them after they left. I think you deserve it. Jesus. And uh, took home flowers, too, because they left everything. And we're like, all right. <laughs> what a day. Yeah. That makes me tired, like, hearing about it. I'm like, woo. Jesus. Well. What? A, what? Do you want me to close? Yeah. You have a better voice. <laughs> you have a better voice. Oh, okay. Man quite an adventure with those horror stories but that pretty much wraps up today's episode of think outside the aisle we'll have more episodes where we touch base on photography business and personal life how do you balance it and so much more tune back in next week for more episodes bye bye bye